0: Weak Expectations, by Mark Evans. Chapter the sixth. A life sadly smashed, then happily restored a bit.
1: Damn this beastly journalist, he is... Mr will sir. Exactly on time.
2: Indeed, sir. I apologise for my punctuality.
1: And so you should. Your lateness has over the past weeks given me much to rail and rant about, which I enjoy greatly. How am I to rail and rant if you're on time? Uh, is this not in itself a small rail or rant, sir? I suppose it is. I am somewhat <laughs> mollified.
2: Uh, I am eager to record the rest of your story, for which purpose I have devised a special new form of shorthand.
3: You are clever, Mr Salquil. How does it work?
2: Well, well, if you say a word...
3: Apple. Oh. What an
2: excellent word to choose. So, you have said apple, and therefore, to represent the letter A, I draw an apricot. To represent, to represent the P, a partridge. For the other P, a potato. And for the L and E, I draw an eel swimming backwards.
1: Uh, for once, just sit and listen. Yes, sir. Let me just
2: set up my special steam-powered chair and...
1: And in that case, stand and
4: listen.
2: Right. Well, that does spare me a scalded buttock, I suppose.
4: (laughs)
1: And so, to my story. My wife had died and I was facing ruin. I, Pip Bin, had made my fortune by inventing the bin. (laughs) Yet now, an American gentleman called Harlan J. Trashcan was claiming that I'd stolen the idea. The court is in session in the case of Trashcan versus Bin. (laughs) The court was a dark, forbidding place. A statue of justice loomed overhead, blindfolded, and carrying in one hand a noose. And in the other hand, another noose. (laughs) And along the walls were row upon row of stuffed and mounted criminals' heads. (laughs) And my dread increased at the arrival of the judge. The court will rise. He was a towering man, dressed in black robes and with a wig fully 40 feet long. (laughs) Each side of the wig ended in a live sheep. (laughs) And owls nested in his higher parts. <laughs> and when I heard his name, my dread became greater still. The court is now in session, A Judge of Buford T. Hardfrasher presiding.
5: So, bin versus trash can, eh? Are you bin? Pip bin? Yes, Your Honour. Ah, nice to meet you at last. You're that chap who's killed all four of my brothers and my beloved sister. LAUGHTER
1: I could not deny it. It was the truth.
5: Yes, sir. How fortunate that I'm such an excellent and impartial judge and will in no way let that interfere with this case. I'm glad to hear it, sir. You're a dead man walking. (laughs) Now, um, who represents Mr. Bin?
1: I had hired my father's lawyer, uh, a man so distinguished that his name took fully 20 minutes to say. (laughs) As he charged by the hour, many of his clients had faced financial ruin after just a formal introduction. <laughs> I do, sir. And your name is? It is Mr. Burr Wickham, Post-Forbiton, Fenugreek, Chasby. My lawyer had barely started his name before the judge turned crimson with anger. His rage agitated the sheep and owls in his wig. <laughs> the noise built, and finally he snapped.
0: Parry Chobbleton, Narrowboat Fondelham. Enough! How long is this name of yours? Uh, Twenty minutes, Your Honour. Forty if I choose to repeat it.
5: I will not have it. You are to be hanged. (laughs) But you can't do that. Let me check the rule book. Yes, it's fine. (laughs) Now, where's my noose?
1: I watched in horror as the judge placed the noose around my lawyer's neck and personally hanged him.
5: Excellent. Now I suggest an adjournment for lunch. Oh, and incidentally, Mr Bin, for the duration of the case, I've arbitrarily decided that all your financial assets are frozen.
1: But how will I afford a new lawyer? You won't. Case adjourned. I had no choice. I would have to represent myself. In those days, a lawyer's training lasted 17 years, and I had just one lunchtime. I ran home and frantically began to study.
6: To be a lawyer. Chapter one, overcharging your clients. Chapter two, care of your wig. Chapter three, use of long word identifications. Oh, for goodness sake, keep the music down.
4: I'm oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> the music ceased, but next I was disturbed by my best friend, Harry Biscuit.
6: Pip
0: Bin, I have had a splendid idea. Indeed? Just in case you lose your case, which you won't, but you might, which um, <laughs> which would mean you lost all your money, which, which, again, you won't, but you might, I have come up with a scheme to make a large amount of money. What scheme is this? It is a vintage meat emporium. <laughs> a vintage meat emporium? Yes. Vintage wines attract huge amounts of money. Why should the same not be true of meats? <laughs> Because meat rots. <laughs> Nonsense. It matures. <laughs> and under this cloche is a steak that I've been maturing for six months. Ta da! All these flies. Ah, uh, a natural byproduct of the aging process, like sediment in wine. Uh, now go on, have a taste. No, Harry, this is the most ridiculous idea I have ever heard in my life. Are those the words of a friend, Pip Bin? But Harry? No, they are the words of not a friend. <laughs> And if so, then you are a friend to me no more. I go.
6: Harry, that is the airing cupboard.
0: (laughs) I know. I meant to come in here. I'd rather talk to blankets than you. (laughs) Hello, blankets. How are you? Harry. Fine, I'll use the window. You are a friend to me no more. I think I've broken my ankle. But you were still a friend to me. No more.
1: And so my best friend was gone, and I faced the case alone. The only ray of light in the gloom was that my evil guardian, Mr Gently Benevolent, was not there to gloat at my downfall.
5: Now, over lunch, I made a decision. This verdict will no longer be decided by jury, but by me alone in accordance with the noble British principles of guilty until proven dead. (laughs) So, let us begin. Mr Bin, did you invent the bin? I did. Mm. Mr Trashcan, did you actually invent it? I did. (laughs) Most convincing. I find for Mr Trashcan... The sentence is... Wait. I wish to question him. You're just delaying the inevitable inevitable impartial judgment, I mean.
1: As Mr Trashcan entered the witness box, he stumbled, dislodging his wig and false beard, and I realised that he looked oddly familiar. I just couldn't quite put my finger on why. Mr Trashcan, you say you invented the bin. Uh, I did.
6: Is it not the case that you are, in fact, lying? Nope damn. <laughs> I was hoping you would say yes. Ah, are you sure you're not lying? I swear it. Or well, my
2: name is not Mr. Gently Benevolent, which it, it isn't.
1: Was Harlan J. Chashkan all he seemed to be? Was he slightly less or slightly more? The same, but with a different power-to-weight ratio. <laughs> Are you actually American?
6: Yes, but y- y'all. <laughs> then prove it, name the states of America.
2: Oh, uh, well, this uh, Virginia, uh, West Virginia, South Virginia, North Virginia, East Virginia, Northeast Virginia, <laughs> Southeast Virginia, Mid Virginia, like a virgin here, <laughs> the Virginia monologues, <laughs> and Vermont.
5: Damn, spot on. <laughs> My turn, Mr. Trashcan. Please describe why Bin is guilty as charged. Ah, I, I, Hal, Hal, I, Harlan, oh, oh,
2: can't get the accent. Oh, ye, okay, oh, uh, Harlan uh, G. Trashcan. No, Har Harlan ha Harlan G. Trashcan invented the bin a whole month before this gosh-damn varmint. Which is American slang, by the way. Mm.
5: And yeah, do you have proof? <laughs> oh, I do. Oh, well, case proved. May we at least see this proof?
2: Of course, it is a newspaper. There is a story in it concerning my invention, and someone has circled in an ink and written beneath it, great idea, must steal your sincerely Pipin.
5: May I see it to confirm that? Of course,
1: Your Honour. Oh, careful, the ink is still wet. <laughs> As he leaned towards the judge, I suddenly knew who he was. It was a combination of tiny, subtle factors. (laughs) The voice of Mr Benevolent, the clothes of Mr Benevolent, the false beard and nose without which he looked just like Mr Benevolent. He was Mr Benevolent. Probably. (laughs) Mr
6: Benevolent? Yes, I I mean... Your, where, where? Your Honour, this is Mr Benevolent in disguise. A great injustice is about to be done. He has brought this case to destroy me. Nonsense.
5: I know Mr Benevolent, and he would never stoop to such a thing, would you, Benevolent? Uh, no. Anyway, judgement time. I find you guilty on all charges. No! Yes! Now, before I pass sentence, I want to emphasize that whatever I say has not been prejudiced by your killing my four brothers and my sister. I simply cannot stress that enough, all right? Good. I sentence you to be hanged by the neck until dead.
1: Yes! Got him! (laughs) They shackled me hand and foot, elbow and ankle, knee and neck. Then hurled me into a cell... Locked the door and threw away the key. Before realising that other prisoners had to go in there with me. <laughs> and frantically searching for the key again. Who's that key? Oh, dear. They finally found it, unlocked the cell and threw in another prisoner. One I knew very well indeed.
6: Ooh. Harry. Harry Biscuit, is that you? Pip? Pip Bin? Yes, it is I, old friend. You were a friend to me no more. Harry, please forgive me for whatever wrong I have done you. No. All right, yes.
0: <laughs> you were a friend to me some more. Again, Pip Bin. Tell me, Harry, why are you here? Well, much as I hate to admit it, my vintage meat emporium was not a success.
4: Destroy the evil meat! Destroy the evil meat!
0: And then I thought, I want to be the best at something. So I decided to become the fastest man in the world. And did you? Alas, no. Uh, It turns out I'm terribly, terribly slow. (laughs) But then I had another idea. What? I decided to become the fattest man in the world. And how did that go? Oh, pretty well.
6: Uh, You may have noticed I put on a couple of pounds. No, not at all. I mean, you're looking prosperous, ruddy. One might say... Rubenesque.
1: All
6: right, you're fat. Massively, massively, fatty, fatty, fat, fat.
1: The truth was, I had noticed. <laughs> Indeed, when I had first seen him, I had thought he was three people with just one head.
0: It turns out I'm really good at getting fat. I only have to look at a piece of cheese, and I put on half a stone. But one day I thought... A goose. I need to eat a goose. So I went to a food lender. Oh, Harry, you didn't. I know, I I shouldn't have, but I did. And he lent me a goose at 10% interest. Um, Only it turned out he meant 10% per second. So after half an hour, I owed him 14 billion geese, um, which is more than all the geese that have ever existed. So he sued me, and I was sentenced to be hanged,
1: and here we all are. (laughs) And my pain was complete with a visitor one afternoon. Mr. Benevolent, what are you doing here?
6: I brought you a letter which may be of interest. It is from Pippa.
3: My dearest brother, over here in France,
6: I heard of your misfortune. Consequently, I wrote to Mr. Trashcan to ask if there was a way he would drop the charges. And he asked for my hand in marriage. Doubtless, I will not enjoy the marriage... Every time his rough American hands touch my soft
3: English bosom, I shall tremble. But if it is the cost of your freedom, so be it, dear brother, your loving sister, Pippa.
6: But she cannot marry this trash can. Indeed she will not. She will marry me. Yes, it's you.
2: I forgot. <laughs> the wedding will take place at the Church of St Viles tomorrow. I will stop him. I doubt it. The judge has moved your hanging forward to tomorrow. As your sister says, I do, you will be saying, I'm dead! (laughs) And one more thing, it's always nice to die as a family, so I brought you a present.
1: The guards roughly shoved a pitiful figure into the cell.
3: For a summer picnic, there's nothing nicer than a lovely strawberry and cow's blood jam. Here's some I prepared earlier.
1: My poor mad mother produced a jar and emptied it into my pocket. Alas, mother,
6: still a bonkers nut job.
2: <laughs> I tire of her insanity and have had her committed under the Maximus Maddus Madiatus Mentalissimus Act. She's <laughs> to be hanged with you. No! Goodbye, Pippin. Good luck with being hanged.
1: It seemed the final victory was benevolence. What could I do to save any of us? The day of the hanging dawned, and all hope was gone.
0: Right, get them in line. Any ideas, Harry Biscuit? For once, I have no schemes, Pip Bin.
3: Now, here's a little tip. If the mayonnaise starts to curdle, simply boil up a donkey in a bucket. <laughs>
1: the line moved inexorably forward, and soon it was Harry's turn.
5: Ha! I love seeing a fatty hanged. <laughs> it makes me hungry. In fact, bring me food while I watch.
0: Goodbye, Pippin. Goodbye, Harry Biscuit.
1: (laughs) Harry swung. The gallows strained under his enormous weight.
3: (laughs) And then my mother gave me an idea. Next week, we'll be dealing with badger's milk, dog's yoghurt and cat cheese. (laughs) So until then, cook well. That's it! Cheese!
1: The judge had been brought a platter of cheese, and I remembered something Harry had said. Harry, look at the cheese! The judge's cheese! What?! Oh, delicious! Harry hadn't lied. He saw the cheese and put on half a stone instantly. (laughs) The extra weight overloaded the gallows.
4: I'm
0: not dead. Hurrah! (laughs) How dare you stop the hangings. Cards! Breathe
1: deeply, Harry, and strain. Oh, right. Yes, I get it. (laughs) Harry strained and strained, and finally it was enough. The buttons on his clothes popped off and ricocheted around the courtyard. (laughs) He missed all the prisoners and any innocent bystanders, but the guards were felled by these skimming brass missiles. Until finally, only George Hardthrasser was left standing.
5: A nice trick, but I want to see hangings and I will see hangings. Don't worry, Pip, I'll save you. Ah, what are you going to do, naked fat boy? <laughs> no, Wait!
1: He was hit straight on the head and died instantly. But what was that? That was a kidney.
0: (laughs) Don't worry, I've got loads.
6: (laughs) Well, two. Uh, one now. My thanks, Harry Biscuit.
3: (gasps) week why sorbet is the new syllabub and why gravy is the new gravel
1: (laughs) now come let us save pippa but as we emerged into the narrow streets of the east end we saw a platoon of soldiers rushing to block our way prisoners give them we ran down an alleyway but as we got to the other end i noticed harry was no longer with us harry what are you doing
0: saving you again pip bin
1: with that Harry turned his enormous bulk sideways and blocked the alley.
0: But, Harry, you are allergic to soldiers. I know. That's how brave I'm being. (laughs) (laughs) Now go and save Pippa and tell her I love her.
6: You love
1: Pippa? I do. Then I shall tell her. Farewell, Harry Biscuit. I grabbed my mother and we raced to the church of St. Viles. But were we in time? You are
2: Harlan J. Trashcan? Sort of. And you are
0: Pippa Swingtop Wheelie Bin.
4: I
3: am.
0: Good. First, I must ask whether any persons here present have any lawful
2: reason why these two should not be wed.
6: I have a reason. Pippa, look beyond the false beard, the false nose, the third arm, and the t-shirt saying, "I'm definitely not gently benevolent." He's really Mr. Gently Benevolent. Oh
3: him! Call it off! Call the wedding off!
6: Damn you, pit bin!
1: <clears throat> <clears throat> there is another reason why the wedding cannot go ahead. For no girl should marry without her father to walk her up the aisle. Father?
4: father? Yes,
1: it is I. Return to you and not dead after all. <laughs> what happened to you? In a word,
6: opium. <laughs> In
0: three words... Lots of opium.
3: (laughs) Mother, rub the chops in dung. It sounds odd, but trust me, it tastes delicious.
1: (laughs) My father approached my mother, and as he looked into her eyes...
3: Then cook at Gas Mark 4 for three years. Oh, hello, Thomas. How lovely to see you. I've been pretending to be mad for the past eight months.
4: (laughs) You've
6: been pretending? Oh, well, who bloody raw? Everyone's happy,
2: everyone's sane, and my evil scheme has gone up in smoke. And what exactly was your evil scheme? It was complicated. <laughs> in some ways, possibly a little overcomplicated. And I think it's time to simplify
6: things. On guard! Reverend, I don't suppose you have any weaponry around here, do you? Well, there's always the communion sword. It's under the dueling font.
1: Thank
2: you. <laughs> you been? Ah! Uh,
4: Mr. Benevolent
1: scrambled past the altar and ended up trapped in a corner with a pile of prayer books. As I advanced on him, he picked one up and threw it at me, but I easily caught it on the point of my sword. He threw another and another and each time I caught it on my sword.
6: Uh Aha. And now you are out of prayer books.
1: Yes, and you were out of sword. What? He was right. I had caught so many books that my sword was more a word kebab than a weapon. <laughs> there was absolutely no pointy, cutty, stabby bit left. <laughs> ah. And now, young Pip, you die. Now it was his turn to advance on me. I moved backwards and tripped over a step.
0: Uh. Aha!
2: You've tripped over my special step. <laughs> Ten years ago, I had this church built and incorporated that very step for exactly this eventuality. That is how complicated my plan was.
4: <laughs> now, prepare to die.
3: No! I will not let it happen!
6: Aunt Lily, but I
3: thought... I was dead? No, I was not dead. I was just pretending I wasn't doing it really, really well. <laughs> <laughs> Enough
2: conversation. Time to die, Pip-bin.
3: Mine! Aunt Lily... Why? I'd take a sword for you any day, Pip. Mind you, if I'd known it was going to hurt this much, I might not have actually done it.
6: <laughs> Bugger! You fiend! I shall kill you for that! You cannot win, Pipbin.
2: If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine.
6: How does that work, exactly?
2: Just thought it sounded
6: good. <laughs> Let's put it to the test, shall we? Look, flying above the altar, a penguin.
2: A penguin? Flying? But they're supposed to be flightless. <laughs> Such an ornithological curiosity, I have to see. (laughs) Even if it does leave me perilously off guard for a second. Take that! Uh, Oh, a sword in the guts. Oh, ruddy flipping, Nora.
3: (laughs) 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 Hurrah! Oh, look, it's your funny fat friend.
6: Harry, you are alive and still naked. But how do you escape the Redcoats? It's a long story, and
0: conveniently, one for another time. (laughs) But there is something I must do. Pippa Bin.
3: Harry Biscuit.
0: Will you marry me?
3: Of course. Hurrah Hurrah again!
0: again! Anti-hurrah,
1: if I have anything to do with it.
4: (laughs) Benevolent
1: lived. And from somewhere, he produced a small flint pistol. Goodbye, Pippa Bin. (laughs) Uh. The bullet struck me, and a crimson stain blossomed through my jacket. Quick, undo his jacket. Hang on, this isn't blood. This is strawberry and cow's blood jar. Of course. Mother poured
6: a jar in there when she came to the prison, and it has stopped the bullet. Thank you, dear Mother. And
0: Benevolent is finally dead.
3: Are we sure?
0: Well, I'm sitting on him, and I weigh 47 (laughs) stones. And I'm naked, remember, so... The embarrassment alone would have been fatal.
6: <laughs> and now a wedding. Hurrah, yet again!
1: And that is where my story ends. So, you killed Mr Gently Benevolent? Of course, and I am proud of it. Then, sir, I have no option but to challenge you to a
2: duel to avenge his honour.
1: If, oh, sir, he had no honour.
2: Maybe not, but sometimes a grandson must seek vengeance.
1: A grandson? I should have known. You... Look so similar. On <laughs> guard! You draw a sword on me? I do. Then that is to your disadvantage, for when talking to the press, I always take the precaution of having my blunderbuss with me. Ah!
3: Father! Mr. Sourquill! Stop
1: at you, you scoundrel! You've missed me,
2: Sir <laughs> Which means the man with the sword is very much with the advantage.
3: Mr. Sourquill! Jeremy!
2: Please, I must, for my grandfather, even if he was a bit evil. But
3: how does killing my father rectify anything? If you do so, you only deprive yourself of a
4: father-in-law.
2: He is not my father-in-law. Oh, unless... Do you mean...
3: Jeremy Sourquill? will you marry me? Oh,
1: curse the emancipation of women.
2: <laughs> yes, I would like that very much. Then let
3: my father go.
2: Very well. I discard my sword.
3: Sorry. We you have your blessing.
1: No, but you may marry him.
3: Uh, Thank you, Father.
1: After all, he may be a journalist, but he's going to be the most famous journalist in Britain. How so, sir? I have many more stories before my life is truly told. <laughs> how I invented the Scotch egg, <laughs> how I discovered the continent of West America, <laughs> and above all. How I single handedly destroyed the Martian invasion of
4: 1845.
1: <laughs> but for now, enough murder and woe, well, enough lives cut short, enough backstabbing, front stabbing, and side stabbing. For tomorrow will be a happier day, a more noble one. And now, all our expectations are far from bleak.
0: Greek <laughs> Expectations was written by Mark Evans and starred Richard Johnson as Sir Philip Bin, Tom Allen as Young Pip, Anthony Head as Mr. Benevolent, Celia Imrie as Aunt Lily, Jeffrey Whitehead as Judge Hardthrasher, Susie Kane as Pippa, Mark Perry as Thomas Bin, Sarah Hadland as Lily, James Barkman as Harry Biscuit, and Mark Evans as Mr. Wickham, Post-Falberton, Fenugreek, Chasby, Trizzleton, Montenret, or oh, you know the lawyer. It was produced by Gareth Edwards.